16-bit and beyond. Yahoo! Anime. Video games. And cosplay. Boggle, boggle. 16-bit and beyond. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Welcome back, 16-bit and beyond. I'm Mariana. <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm Georgia. Hi, I'm Dante. And so Matt, Georgia, and I, so sorry guys, Georgia is now your new host of this podcast. She has joined the podcast 16-Bit and Beyond. Welcome, Georgia. Thank you, thank you. And today, Georgia brought her friend Dante, and that's our special guest of the day. So, so important. <laughs> and today we're going to be looking a little bit, looking, what's a podcast? We're going to be talking a little bit about the beyond of 16-bit and beyond, which the topic of today is... Cosplay. Yeah. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, so Winterfest is coming up. It's, uh, it's like a, a winter comic convention and a lot of people cosplay. For those of you that don't know, cosplay is basically like dressing up as your favorite character. So you can order cosplays online, you can make it from scratch. Some people just like to go to conventions, not even in cosplay, but yeah. So, I just think it adds a little bit of something to be in costume. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Dante's joining us today as our uh, cosplay guest. And what was your what was your account called on Instagram again? Uh, online I go by Lamoree Cosplay. Could you tell us a little bit about like what got you into cosplay? Yeah. So it pretty much started when I was in the ninth grade and I had heard about Icon for the first time and a bunch of friends and I wanted to go. And when looking into it, we saw other people dressed up like in pictures online that they had shared, which we thought was so cool. And at the time we were all really into Soul Eater. So a bunch of us got together and did a Soul Eater group, which we do not speak of the curtains that became my costume, but that's where it all kind of started. What is Soul Eater? Uh, it's an anime from quite a while ago now. This school that sort of trains people to eat souls or something. I don't quite remember. A sound soul dwells within a sound mind and a sound body. It's been a while. It's a, it's actually a comedy, but it's it's really it was really good at the time. We all really enjoyed it. I remember when I tried cosplaying as Maka Alvarn one time yes. and I was like, oh God, like I just, I look back on it and I kind of cringe. Yeah. Oh man. Like, I can't even remember what kind of fabric I used. I think it was just like this like random ratty fabric that I found from Value Village. Mm-hmm. And I sewed it up and I'm like, it's a coat. It's great. <laughs> the the like, bargain section. Yeah, yeah. It's like the pinnacle of cosplay is like going to Value Village and being like, what can I use here? Because yeah. I have no money and I am 14 years old. Oh God. <laughs> That's a mood. Ariana, do you know much about cosplay? Like, I have you... attempted cosplaying in the Ooh. past. Oh, yeah. It is not my thing mm-hmm. in terms of talent. Like, I <laughs> do not have the, like, technical expertise to put together a costume. My cosplay was literally the female version of Sam Winchester from Supernatural. <gasps> oh, my and goodness. It was oh, my goodness. Horrible. Like, it was literally just wearing plaid and carried around, like, a fake bloody knife. <laughs> That's so perfect. A friend and I did, um, she did Castiel, and I did Crowley, and we did female versions of those. Oh it was God. fun. It was fun. I did it, yeah. I I think I did it. No, I did it for Halloween. That's what it was. Yeah, I don't think I went it. To Comic Con wearing that. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I did go to Comic Con wearing that. I did that year, but everyone oh. was like, all my friends were like, "What are you like? What are you wearing?" And I was oh, like, "I know." They're like, "We all dressed up," and I'm like, "I dressed up." They're like, nobody can tell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Plaid like, and jeans. Yeah, just so can't be tell who I am. Knife, you know, bloody knife, so casual. <laughs> Whatever. Exactly. Oh man, what about you, Matt? Have you? 
I cosplayed or I'm, I'm guessing not cosplayed. you know. I mean, outside of like Halloween costumes, of course, but okay. I have a few friends cosplay. Um, a friend Kate uh, goes by TK Star. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah. I know yeah. her very well. She's very talented. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's really good. Uh, she's uh, been a friend of mine for a while and she initially started in cosplay like before I met her, then took a break for a while and then once she started moving to Calgary, she started up again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been kind of learning stuff about it through her and a few other friends, but mainly through her because, like, she's going super hard on it now. Except not this week. She's taking care of her sweet little kitten, Susan. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. When I, uh, I think my first cosplay was... Okay, what's her face from Death Note? The blonde hair chick. Oh, Mi- Misa Amane. Misa Amane. I literally I had pulled my hair back into like ponytails and I got like this black dress from like the thrift store and I was I don't even know what I was thinking I literally wore it to the convention uh for probably like an hour of the convention got a couple weird looks couldn't take it anymore my friends were like what are you wearing like what are you who's the character and I'm like and they ran back and changed and I just oh man and then I took a bit of a break after that, and then I got back into cosplay and kind of started working on it again. Yeah, I'm more into it now. Yeah, I um, I always, I, like, I did it when I was a teenager, and my mom always used to help me. And then when I moved out, I sort of had to figure out how to do things on my own. So, like, the quality took a steep dive down for a couple <laughs> of years while I figured things out. But I have really found, like, it's it's a lot of fun to do, and I feel... Like, I've gained a lot of friends through it as well. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's a really social hobby. Mm Because people have this picture of you, like, working in your basement alone for hours. And that's not what it's like. Like, I have people come over and we craft together. And we meet up at the convention and we do photo shoots together. Like, it's very social. And I think that's my favorite aspect of the whole thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Like... I know it's kind of like a secret group cosplay, but I'm excited about fan quest. Yes! <laughs> I'm so excited about that. I already have my wig. I've been styling it a little bit, so I'm like, yes. Well, like fan quest, the fan quest that Dan does? Or yeah, Dan runs it, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so really hyped about that. It's going to be great. You're doing a, a group cosplay, so it's... Yes. We won't, we won't say the details, because okay. it's a secret it's, group cosplay. Yeah, we've, we've agreed that we're allowed to post like little teasers, but nothing yeah. that anyone would guess it off of, because it's, uh, yes. it's something that hasn't been done before. And yes. trust me, I've done the Google research to find out. Yes, it is very <laughs> new, so we're like, yeah. Can I ask if it's based off of like a game or anime? Or... It's an anime. Yeah, it's from an anime, but we're doing an original spin on it. Okay. So we know okay. we know that's why it hasn't been done. Mm-hmm. The most I think that is it okay if I say like it's a well-known anime? Yeah, like okay. I think that most people know this anime, even people who aren't. Like it's it's in that realm of like. It's it's a cultural thing now, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's a it's a pretty big group of us, and I'm really excited because it's it brings together a lot of different talents and different like looks and things like that that we can all bring to the table to make like a really cool fun group. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun! I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, soon. Are you cosplaying for Winterfest? Like tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't supposed to be able to go to Winterfest. I had something else scheduled in a day, but last minute that got cancelled, and now I'm trying to figure out what I want to do for Winterfest. Mm. I have a couple of costumes that I can pull out of the closet. I'm thinking I'm leaning in towards either Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service or uh, Princess yes. Mononoke, which I always have on standby because I love my Ghibli oh my girls. Mm-hmm. 
Do you... um, but I haven't decided yet now because it's very last minute. I've got to make a decision. Either one of those would be absolutely amazing because I'm mm. going as hell from Hell's Moving <gasps> Castle. So okay. we could get selfies to yes. <laughs> Studio Ghibli selfies. Okay. I've wanted amazing. to do a Sophie for so long. Yes. We need to like hook please, up on that. <laughs> please. Definitely. That would be awesome. I'd be so down. I'm so excited. Some of your cosplays have like armor and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Can you like share with us how you made that? So there's, I've kind of gone through different phases with my armor and used different materials. What I first started out with was EVA foam, and that is by far the most accessible for people. So I recommend that most people start with that. That's like the yoga mat kind of foam, right? Yeah, not quite yoga mat, because uh, I've noticed that when I say yoga mat, I've had people actually go out and buy a yoga mat and try and I've use done that. that. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't quite work. Um, but you know those like puzzle piece floor mats that they sell for like anti-fatigue in your yeah. workshop? It's those. And if you flip it over, there's the there's the side that's textured and the side that's non-textured. The non-textured side is perfect for facing outward and painting. Mm-hmm. And if you use a heat gun on it, it, it forms really well to different shapes. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a really useful material. I moved on after that into thermoplastics, which is like hardier. They're, they're made out of plastic and they bend when they're heated. Mm-hmm. So I went to Warbler first, which was like the big thing at the yeah. time everyone was using it. And I found it okay. Um, it's like a fancy sandpaper almost. Yeah, it's it's very fancy gritty is the problem. Sandpaper. It is. It's, well, it's so like weird. The, it's like uh, that insulation that you put in walls, right? Where it's like a softer sort of... I want to uh, say substance. yes. It starts out like as like a sheet that literally looks like sandpaper, mm-hmm. like it's rough. And mm-hmm. then you take like the heat gun and you can mold it to whatever shape you want. Yeah. Like it's it's so weird how it just, yeah. yeah. And like the coolest part about it is that like literally it takes any shape, but you can also, if you mess up, you can roll it and then like flatten it out and reuse all your scraps and things like that. So it's very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found that it it sort of passes this point where when you're heating it, it's not, it's, uh, it's solid, it's solid, it's solid, it's solid. And then all of a sudden it turns almost liquid instantly. So I found that I didn't really like working with it, but I know a lot of people are much more talented with it than I am. But what I was using in my most recent cosplays is a a material called Sintra, which is another thermoplastic, but it holds its shape more readily. It's more like a thicker plastic and it's so extremely smooth, not as pliable, but like crazy good durability on it. Like nothing is going to destroy that. So that's what I've been using uh, the last couple costumes I've done. I haven't used Sintra yet, but I've only like, because I've only really used Warbla and the the Mm -hmm. EVA foam. Um, but like the one time that I used Warbla was when I did the, um, like the, the Yang robo arm or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think, I think you saw it. I don't know. Yeah, I posted yeah, yeah. it on my Instagram and, uh, that was tricky to work with because mm-hmm. I had like a thin sheet of. Wait, you did Ruby cosplay? Yes. Yang all the time. Can now, I'm like you, inspired no. again. I'll have Wait, to share my Pira cosplay account. Pira is my girl. Okay, but pen, yeah, but, but true. Pen, could you imagine a Penny cosplay? Yes. That fell apart as you. No! no! Oh, man. Why would you could say you that? Could you imagine like, being able to transfigure so that it would actually fall apart as you were wearing it? No. Um, I Penny. I had a cosplayer who was dressed up as Penny come up to me and tell me a joke. Uh, and what she said is, how do you make a Penny from four quarters? You put her back together. That's, I'm offended. <laughs> I hate that. I actually. I love I puns, but I hate that. I wanted to cry. <laughs> Oh, man. I had so many people um, when I was wearing my Yang cosplay. So, like, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, like, Ruby has, um, uh, it's created by Rooster Teeth. And uh, Yang is one of the main characters in it. And she's, like, this hot-headed, like, chick that really loves puns. I'm talking about kicking off the semester with a bang. I always kick my semesters off with a Yang. Eh? 
guys. Nailed it. So I'm like, immediately I'm like, oh yes, I'm gonna cosplay Yang, cause like I relate. But spoilers, at one point. No, <laughs> no. no it's, it's like five years old now, you can spoil it. Yeah. It's been running a while, yeah. You know what happens to Yang? Yes, oh, I've caught up. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> spoilers, she loses one of her arms and I was dressed up as Yang for Comic-Con a couple years back and I kept having so many people go up to me pointing to my arm. They're like, not a real Yang. <laughs> or need a hand and I'm just oh god here we go again every single time people were there and I'm like yeah I can't chop my actually chop my arm off right now so um I, I'm not a real yay <laughs> as soon as she had the robo arm I could make that and be like here we go we're it's a little bit more realistic I guess as far as that's concerned but she have the whole winter soldier thing going now yeah pretty much actually yeah yeah actually and that was my first time working with Warbla as well so that was really sweet yeah, well, and one of the, the benefits of it is for, like, little things like finger armor, it's so thin mm -hmm. that you can make it really well fitted to small pieces like that. So it does have its benefits, for sure. Mm -hmm. I went through so many um, for, like, the little finger bits for the Yang's robo-arm. They just look like little tiny, like, I think I posted it. Like, they look like croutons. Oh, see, I was or thinking Pringles. Chips. Yeah, Pringles <laughs> or corn chips. Like, just tiny little corn chips for your fingers. And then you spray paint the heck out of them and hope it covers it up and eventually... How many, how many layers? Like 20 layers. <laughs> Dante, do you have like a favorite convention that you like to go to or? Um, I've mostly stuck to local conventions and my favorite by far is Icon. I just feel like there's, there's quite a community there. It's large and there's a lot of people that go to it. I feel like FanQuest is doing quite well and I'd like to see where it is in a couple years, but I'm not ready to call it my favorite quite yet. Mm -hmm. um, but Icon is where I made almost all my friends. I go there, they have panels, they have all, like anime showing all the time, they have the cosplay contest, like they have so much going on and there's just all these different communities that come together and I've really never had uncomfortable problems with like mean people, if you know what I mean, like I have at a few other mm -hmm. conventions. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like it's really up my alley, like friendliness wise and that sort of thing. That's good, yeah. I think I met most of my friends at Icon too, actually. I haven't gone to FanQuest before. Really? Yes. Oh. Well, it's new, right? So like, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of new. it's two years old. It's kind of new still. We're going into our third year. You're going oh. this year though. Yes, I am going yes. this year for that okay. group. Yes, yes, definitely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, usually I only go to Winterfest, that's this month, and then Icon and Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. So usually those are the only ones that I go to, but yeah, I don't know. I might eventually go to FanQuest instead of Comic-Con, we'll see. If they stop jacking up the prices, that'd be really nice. It's <laughs> yeah. like a weekend, you're paying $40 for one day, you're like... Okay. Yeah, okay. I just won't buy anything while I'm there. Yeah. At this point, it's probably going to be like $100 for a full weekend for Comic-Con. Yeah. It's really too bad. Well, and yeah. I've, I've been to conventions that are that much before when I mm -hmm. went to Ottawa, mm -hmm. but you gotta, you gotta get what you pay for, right? Like yeah. if I'm gonna pay $100 for that weekend pass, that convention was so well organized. There were like no lineups, everything went so smoothly, everything was on schedule. So it's, it's worth it if the con does it right, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sucks when you're paying 40 bucks and you go to meet like one person. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he's like, okay, I'm going to go home now. And then they yeah. also charge for an autograph. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Okay, well, I'm trying to remember who I am. Yeah, continue. Or, or, if, it's like, or if it's like a disorganized mess at a convention, you're just like, mm -hmm. ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I pay to be here? <laughs> exactly. I've, I think the longest I've waited in a lineup was for Comic-Con, actually. Mm -hmm. And it was around an hour, an hour for waiting. And that was just trying to get into like the – that was – 
old school before they had like the the upper floor stuff all figured out and they were literally like (laughs) it was like they were cycling people back in and out of the vendor room because it was on the main floor so you would you'd wait in line for like an hour just to get into the vendor room they'd let Mm -hmm. you in after people had already left but if people don't leave you're stuck waiting there still (laughs) Well, it was just like, I think this was like two years ago, right? Where we were like wrapped around the outside of the building. Yeah. It was freezing yeah, outside. Yeah. yeah. It was, oh my was God. So I remember bad. waiting that line. Watching yeah. Ruby on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> was like volume four yes. dropped a few days ago. Oh my God. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I was cosplaying as Yang during that time oh too. God. So I was like sweaty Betty, like <laughs> the boots and like the whole cosplay and the wig. Oh God, that wig. Yeah. You don't need to wear a winter hat when you got a wig on. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Pretty warm. It's pretty darn warm. Yeah. It's it's comfy sometimes. Depends on the wig. Yeah, I wore, um, when I dressed up as Columbia from Rocky Horror Picture Show, the hair didn't touch me. It was amazing. It was so comfortable. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever, yes. ever beautiful wig ever. I love that. Do you, you two go to conventions? Do you have mm-hmm. a favorite? Uh, well, I've only went to, or well, I've gone to San Diego Comic-Con. <gasps> I've gone to was the first convention oh it's the one at the delta hotel downtown that's like very hardcore anime that was my first convention so that was a lot icon? that is icon yeah was that icon? yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, hardcore anime yeah that's that's icon. Like it's icon. always in the convention center and like a connected to the delta hotel but one of their winter fest it was in the delta hotel oh uh, uh, what was that other um anime convention in winnipeg because there's icon and there's a second one. Oh, were you talking about ChibiCon? no not ChibiCon. Oh, yeah it's one that's been running since like the 70s, I think. Oh. Or I 80s. I don't know of another one. <gasps> MCC. It's no. Been, it's been a while. So like I remember that it was basically in the Delta Hotel. So like there's an entire floor. There's basically just a party floor. Okay. Where these groups, like this Firefly group and I think it was the Winnipeg Anime Club and then this other group, there's just screening Supernatural for three days straight. Firefly group. <laughs> They they rented out the whole floor. What year was this? A firefly? (laughs) Three days straight. Firefly group. Okay. Oh yeah, it's been a while. Uh, (laughs) I think that was like 2008. Oh damn. Ooh. Are they still running? Like. Oh yeah. It's, this is going to kill me. I'm going to remember it okay, after I record so this. so there's a the sci-fi one. That's KeyCon. That's not what you're thinking KeyCon. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Not an anime convention. Good try. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just like the, the floor was heavily anime people. Because okay. like I went up there and I was like, oh, what's all this about? And it's just like people watching Supernatural and anime mm-hmm. and Firefly and getting super wrecked. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to do? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Uh, they're, they're super nice. And like I'm wandering around. I had no idea what I was doing because I'd never been to a convention before. Like literally first experience with a convention. So after going through like the vendor floor and poking around there, I went upstairs to that party floor. And uh, on one side of the hallway at the end was that Supernatural room with the screening. And people are just chilling there watching that. And then on the other side of the hallway was like a room full of drinks and snacks and there's a giant bowl. And I was like, oh, check out those like gummies. So I go run over there and I realize as I'm about to like dive my hand in like, oh no, that's condoms. (laughs) I thought that was going to take a different turn. Yeah, so did I. (laughs) I thought it was going to be like vodka gummies or something, you know, condoms. I I talked to them about it and apparently uh, they put that out because for like 
a very long time, they, there was a pattern of con babies happening there. Oh, so, what? Oh my God. That's a thing? Yeah. So, Listen, geeks go here to hook up. <laughs> so that, that was a thing. And they were like, yeah, we're just going to put out a bowl of condoms because people keep having babies at the con. <laughs> yeah, that was my first experience. So that was, like I said, a lot. <laughs> but I, I mainly go to C4 now, but it's not... Like C4 specifically, like I, mm-hmm. I work for Baseland, so we host like gaming events and we usually rent out like a space in there mm-hmm. and have like a giant LAN tournament on like PC and then like some console. And we have uh, the 40 Below guys who do Warhammer. They come up and do like tabletop gaming. So that, that's kind of my experience, but I'm always so busy with Baseland that I don't get to see too much of the con anymore. Mm-hmm. One year I did get to go see it and walk around proper like on the Sunday. And I bought this amazing poster from Justin Curry, who came by uh, Curry Communications. I think it was in December for a talk. Right. Mm-hmm. And I got my first sort of print from a con, and it was this giant portrait of Gypsy Danger from Pacific Rim. Okay. It's like in Victor, Vector Art, and it's beautiful. Still have my room, or sorry, living room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they have like an art table every year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's got bigger and bigger. Like when I first saw him, it was just like three tables and he was just kind of selling some posters. And now it's like a giant booth. It, it's so cool to see him do well. And I think now he's doing um, Marvel movie concept art. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty well, sweet. Books, because I work at Chapters. So his books, like we sell them there and they're like very prominently displayed because they're yes. really beautiful kids books oh, they're yeah. expensive kids books they're like the $20 <laughs> oh, books gosh. but they're yeah. like they're really nice really but well done pretty. it's it is uh, pretty Cassie and Tonk right? Cassie and Tonk and there's another one mm-hmm. as well I don't remember oh cool yes yeah, too yeah the second one uh, yeah awesome mm-hmm. that's really cool yeah uh, no it's a really beautiful book and I fully believe in paying for art like that because yeah. like mm-hmm. there's you can't really replace good art in a book and it's also so just so much more expensive to print colored pages than it is for like oh, yeah. a, a novel. Mm-hmm. It's like pennies compared to it, to mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did all of you guys wind up going to Comic-Con this last year or? The last no? time I went was the year that Meg Turney was supposed to be there and then she got attacked mm. by her cat or something like that. What? <laughs> what? I didn't. Okay. She got attacked by her. I swear to God, it was either, yeah. I, I think, yeah, she was supposed to come. It may have been, because I remember now, I looked back at my photos, I met Vic Mignogna, the voice of uh, Tamaki from Orton High School Host Club. That's why I went that year. But also Meg Turney was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And then she canceled the day before because she got attacked by her cat and it sliced her hand open and she didn't oh come. God. Oh. I know. And then so after that, I was like, I lost my faith. I was like, nope, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Who's going to meet Meg? Yeah, like this year um, when I went, it was kind of funny because they had like at Comic-Con, like at C4, they had like all these these random booths. So they have like the art tables and they have the guests and everything like that. And then there's just like ax throwing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And every single time I would like walk by and be in like full cosplay and the guy's like, hey, you want to throw some axes? Like it's only like $5. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't think that I'll be able to in this costume. They're still belly dancing there. I think so. Yeah, I always found that. I was like, this is the weirdest part. They have, what is it? A little bit of everything for everyone, like rock I mean, band. It's a eclectic. Yeah. <laughs> every, every year that I've gone, I've seen a chiropractor there. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know every single time. I'm like, is this because we're all hunched over our computers watching anime all yes, day long? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. probably. It's the gaming position. <laughs> yeah. This, your yes. shoulders are hiked. You're like, oh, good. God. They have wrestling too. Yep. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, do they still do that? They do. Yeah. God. They yep. did it last year. Because <laughs> uh, the Baseland booth, we, di- we didn't do a LAN uh, this past November, but we had like a giant booth where you could play uh, games and VR, uh, like on the Vive and like Xbox One and Fortnite. And we had a stage for Rock Band. And behind us were like the, the kids sort of like coloring area and the wrestling. So every once I in a while, that. yeah, like it would just be super loud where people are getting slammed around, like thrown <laughs> in the corner and they're like jumping out of the ring. I'm like, this is awesome, but I'm busy right now. <laughs> Last year there was like, I felt kind of worried for like the kids because they would be like, one of the wrestlers pulled down the other guy's pants oh, and no. he like mooned everyone and he like slapped his ass and he was like, <laughs> and all I'm thinking is, whoa, <laughs> like what's going on? And like, there's like kids coloring booth right next to us. <laughs> Mom, what's going on? Don't look. <laughs> oh man, that, that worried me a little bit. And then they've got like, Sometimes Comic-Con is just so random. They had like a clown there too. And I'm just like, oh. That's horrifying. I hate clowns. They terrify me. And then they had Rock Band too. And it was funny because my friends tried playing Rock Band. (laughs) I say tried because they go up on the stage and they start to try and like sing into it. But I guess the mics weren't working. So it looks like they're like miming trying to like, (laughs) this song's very quiet. And they're like, yeah. (laughs) Gosh, it just. Does anyone else get like fandom tension when you go to like things like this mm. what do you mean like fandom tension like okay so give me an example okay the doctor who 50th anniversary episode that premiered back in 2013 mm-hmm. they aired that on the same day at the same time that the one direction fandom had the one d day <gasps> and i was in both fandoms at the same time <laughs> because why would two british things i like that was the stupidest thing they've ever done like oh the one direction wait one direction's british yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. And Doctor Who is like integral to British culture, and they purposefully did it on the same this. day. And it was so dumb because they were both two live events. So I remember at my friend's house, we were streaming the 50th anniversary episode, and on my phone, I had one D Day live stream. Oh and they were like, put your phone away. And I was You're like, like, no. It's like, I can't. Harry's doing his segment right now. Like, this is important, guys. Checking the Twitter. But yeah, like that fan attention where you're like, oh, I want to do this, but this is happening too. I don't think that's ever happened to me at a convention before. You've like, never had like two panels that you want to go to at the same time? Mm-hmm. Okay, call me crazy, but I don't really go to very many panels. Okay. Me either. Dante, I'm sorry. <laughs> I go mostly for the conventions and to hang out with my friends. So like, yes. I'll like walk around and be like, oh, this looks cool. And like, if I see like new pins or something like that, I like to collect them. I've got probably well over like 60 pins by this point. Oh, wow. I keep them all like pinned on a corkboard in my room. It's kind of kind of weird, but whatever. But I'll yeah, I'll tell you weird later. I'll tell you my collection. No, tell me stuff. right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was just in Kelowna this weekend, this week, and so there's these. I collect like. Obviously, I love my Pusheen. Oh. And so I have a lot of Pusheen stuff. But yeah. now I've also discovered these things called Squishmallows. Squishmallows. They're, like, really soft, big, like, stuffed animals. And they have ones that are 20 inches. So they're, like, this. Like, they're, like, a, they're, the massive. they're like a child size, right? They're the size of an actual child. I now have two of those yes. and a smaller one on my bed. I have a double bed. It takes up both sides of the bed. Now I have two roommates pretty much living in my house. I love that. And growing. Because so, <laughs> I, they had the big ones. I could only find one in Winnipeg. 
anywhere. I searched every single, we went to every single Shoppers Drug Mart in the whole city, went to Shoppers Drug Mart in Kelowna, found one, shoved it into the suitcase, <laughs> emptied into a snowboard bag. We rolled that sucker up and shoved him in there. It was incredible. Just make it work. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, I'm gosh. collecting those. And yeah, they take up a lot more room than pins yeah, do. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's understandable. Whenever I hear people talking about like plushies, I don't know why, but I always think of body pillows. <laughs> the <laughs> not to be mentioned body pillows. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I, do, oh, no. I do sleep on it. Like yeah. it is a body pillow. For Would me. you like a Kirito body pillow? He could sleep with you. Like, no. Yes. <laughs> like, these are terrifying. It's got, got 1,000 thre- thread count. No. He's really soft. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I just see them all the time. I'm just crazy because I just see like if you buy one okay whatever like I'm still gonna like low-key judge you but (laughs) (laughs) but like I love going to conventions and seeing like the person that tries to like I feel like there's two types of people when they buy body pillows the one that's like flaunting it around like oh my goodness look at my waifu just like waving it around everywhere and then there's like the other one that's like someone trying to hide it they're hiding it yeah it's okay no one Choose. <laughs> it's like that because I work in a bookstore. I thought, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that 16 times. Oh, I work God. in a bookstore, guys. Okay. Um, so we, we sell know manga. you work in chapters. Yeah, we sell manga. So and obviously, you know, like the, those like X-rated ones have the wrapping. Yeah. Oh no. Oh my God. There's this one. It's always the same customer, and it's like the same type of customer, I should say. Where it's like, <laughs> it's just like older. It's like a mid to like late twenties, early thirties dude, and he comes in and he wants like a very specific manga, and he wants you to help him find it, even though he knows damn well where it is. <laughs> They're in and, alphabetical order, yeah, sir. Like, Don't you? I you know. I know she has the red. Oh God, what's like Fox? Can you show me where the hentai is? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like, pretty much. And then he's. Oh, they always come and like they like put it down the counter they don't want to talk to you always want a bag they don't want to make eye contact yeah because yeah. they're like <laughs> they always want a bag because they don't want to carry that out no with, back to their mom's house oh um, <laughs> back to the just, basement we go like, listen okay i have all 14 volumes of chibi vampire and manga yes. but i have that on my bookshelf i am not ashamed of that that's like me with inuyasha it. just it's a classic it. oh gosh yeah no i um i just freaking they just like walk in don't want to make eye contact. I'm just going to buy this book. We'll I work at a bookstore as well. And we, we sell some interesting things. And they're literally the two types of people that you're talking about with the body pillow. Either they will not make eye contact with you and they want like two bags and they want a paper and they want it wrapped and they want it covered. Hide everything. Or, all the evidence. Or it's the old man who when you say have a nice evening, he looks at you and says, oh, I will. No. No. no! Oh. Yeah, like there's like the type where it's like I want all twelve volumes of this manga. Yeah, yeah, all and at once. Yeah, and you need to help me order every single one of them, even though I'm perfectly capable of using the kiosk by myself. And it's like, sir, it's just, I look like the girl on the cover art here. Like I feel uncomfortable. That's exactly why, though. I know, and it's like I'm life not life. part of this oh, fantasy here, right now. Come here. <laughs> no, seriously, this is one, and I think it's like, so it's, like it's like this one where this girl is dressed like a little red riding hood on the cover, and it's like oh. fox and girl or something like that, and I, I remember it so vividly because <laughs> you're so scarred I from am. this one, oh, like no. you just too close. <laughs> it just reminds me of like this YouTube video I saw before where it was like I think it was like a mock thing about the stereotypes of like these. For anyone offended by this term, neck beard. Um, 
Gertrude I'm offended. Know. Gertrude. <laughs> Triggered. Um, I am a neckbeard. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just a nice girl. And I just like remember seeing this like YouTube video and it's like this guy that's, he's buying a book and this girl's like a reporter and she's like, what book did you get? And he's like, he's, he's like kind of trying to like hide it in like his bag and oh, uh, like an anime. And she's like, what's it called? And he's like, brother and sister oh. And, oh, no. <laughs> and, and she she's like oh what's that about and like he goes on to explain it and it's just so awkward and uncomfortable like, oh god and, and there's just like <laughs> the awkward silence like there is right now except for me talking <laughs> like, throughout the rest of the movie and oh gosh it's it's a whole new level of cringe <laughs> that's all i imagine whenever i see people going or i hear stories about that kind of thing yeah, my friends, like, won't let me forget that I used to ship Wincest for, like, a short period of you time. You did not. I, but then I switched. No. Okay, you know what? I realized that uh, How dare Destiel you? was much better and appropriate <laughs> and not illegal. You're a monster. <laughs> you know what? We do weird things when we're 16, okay? Uh, just or in high school host Okay, club. stop it. Stop. You don't act. Don't. Got it. Stop <laughs> it. Do not 16-year-old me is quaking. 22-year-old me is quaking. <laughs> Oh, man. I still love it. Yes. I still show everybody in my life, make them watch it on Netflix. Oh, well, I you... watch it, like, once a year. I yeah, can never no, get enough sure. of that anime. What's, yeah. what's his face, though? He went and voiced Tomaki. Vic Mignogna. Did you hear about him, though? I met him. Okay, he used to voice... He used He's to in vo- every anime I've ever watched. Okay, well, <laughs> should we just strike your childhood? <laughs> yes. Why? Did you oh, hear well, the... you haven't heard anything yet? No. I don't know. He oh. got, like... He's being slammed in the media right now. For, what happened? Like, um, for like 10 plus years of inappropriate conduct with co-workers and fans. Yeah. You got me too. Yep. yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I had to tell you, Ariana. No, I physically touched him. Now I feel wrong. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I hugged him. I'm a photo hugging. Oh no. He's I like, need to Google this now. Do you like this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I feel like all his compliments were very inappropriate. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, there was, like, this whole, oh, like, forum about it. Like, dear. Yeah. Yeah, she's looking it up she's right now. That was a fast yeah. Google search. Yeah. It was a really fast Google search. Oh, I bet you type no. in V and his name is the first thing yep. that pops up yep. right now. Actually, yeah. The Mary Sue is the first thing that pops oh. up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, I'm kind of sad because he voiced um, Crow in Ruby. Yeah. So now I'm curious how they're going to go and change it with, like, Rooster Teeth. Oh, yeah, I thought they were redubbing it, weren't they? I thought or so. Or recording oh, But does not mean no. they're going to have to re-record all the episodes? I don't know. I haven't, like, looked that deep into it, so mm. I'm not clear on what they're doing about it. He's Crow. been in the series since the beginning? Yeah. Like, late well, season one or season two? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 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 So that would be really unfortunate if they have to go through all of that again. But at the same time, like, I'm glad that he's getting, like... I'm glad that people are, like, realizing this and they actually kicked him off because that's so inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, has Rooster Teeth commented on it yet or no? I think they did. They Rooster made a post. Teeth cuts ties with Vic Mignogna. Yeah, yeah, they made a post. Two yeah. weeks ago. Wow, I have not. Like, as soon as the stuff <laughs> went, like, more public. Because mm-hmm. that kind of thing has been going on for, what, three-some years? People have been kind of, like, saying little tidbits oh, here and there. Okay, okay. Oh, just kind of, like, whispering, like, yeah, yeah this guy like, is not okay. Yeah, but, like, they didn't actually, like, go super public about it. And mm-hmm. I guess somebody must have gone super public about it recently and then immediately Rooster Tooth, nope. Yeah. Like, just completely drop out. Well, and I know a lot of people sort of accuse them of, like, being too rash about making the decision, but they didn't do it right away. There was, like, a full investigation. Like, they mm-hmm. knew what they were doing, and people... 
I feel like people get offended because it's someone that they like and they're like, yeah. oh no, not the guy that I liked. All these other guys, it's fine because I yeah. didn't, I wasn't attached to them, but this one that I like, I don't want him to be accused of it. So I think that he's innocent. Yeah. But you have to remember that they're, they're not just making the decisions. He didn't just get cut off for no reason. Mm-hmm. He breached contract by not maintaining a, a certain public image. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, so yeah. that was a little... Well, yeah, <laughs> that, that's news to me. That well. is news, yes. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of like... So you'll never get a season two of Oran now? <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, that makes me sad. I have... I um, mean, it's been like, what, ten, like 12 years at this point? 10 it's, years too soon. It came out 2006, so yeah. yeah something like that. Not, Almost 13 oh, years. It's not coming. Oh no, that makes me sad. Yeah, I actually, really. when I heard about that, I was literally like getting dressed in a Tamaki cosplay. Oh no! Oh, and as soon as I hear the news, I'm like, absolutely, that ain't happening now. <laughs> and into could the you imagine how, bitch, yep. how bad taste that would be? You <laughs> just walked out, and everyone's like, oh my god, I'm gonna wear a Tamaki to a con now. Hey guys. <laughs> So who wants to oh, hug God. me? <laughs> no. Oh, man. That just reminds me of so many, like, random things that happened to me at conventions while in cosplay, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Dante, I'm sure you have your fair share of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I was in a Lucy cosplay one time. Mm-hmm. And I was going up the... And that's Lucy from... Uh, fairy Tale? Fairy Tale, yeah. yeah. Okay. Lucy Heartophilia from Fairy Tale. And I was going up the escalator. And <laughs> this guy was, like, at the bottom. Oh, and they were like, I didn't realize at first. And I, you know, when you're like on there and you're just kind of like looking around like la-di-da, whatever. And I turn around and the guy's got his, his phone is out oh. and it's kind of like forward like this. No. Like you, you guys like see this right now. Cause like I'm trying to describe it, but he has his like phone out, like further out away from his body. So clearly trying to get a picture record like underneath my skirt and <laughs> oh Sucks to suck because I always wear uh, Spanx underneath my skirts. <laughs> so I'm like this view. <laughs> Yoo-hoo. Like that, that ain't happening. But just the fact that like they tried was so uncomfortable because I think I was 16. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, turn around. There's like this, <laughs> here's the term again, neck beard. And yeah, like I turn around. There's like the guy doing it. And I'm like, I kind of like, I didn't say anything because I was so uncomfortable. But I just turned around and like me like, gave him a dirty look, and they like looked back up at me, and they didn't stop. Did like, you call security? I didn't because I was I didn't know what to do because oh, it was like one of my yeah. first conventions, yeah. and I was really uncomfortable. So I just like ran up the escalators to catch up with my friends, and I told them about it, but they didn't. They also didn't know what to do either. So we were just like, okay. And every time I saw him like walking around the convention, like from time to time, mm-hmm. I'd be like, that's the guy. Does that happen it's... a lot with cosplay when you're playing characters who mm. aren't necessarily as fully clothed? I mean, I feel like it happens more than you would think, I guess. I've gotten clomped by people before. Like when I. Oh, no. Yeah. What's, what does that mean? Um, it's oh, like yeah. A so running, people, jumping hug. Yeah. So, like, people. When I was dressed up as. I actually did cosplay Tamaki at one point, but oh. I just wasn't happy with it. Oh, and then someone's like trying to be like, honey, they're, like, they're like, oh my goodness, Tamaki. And they like ran at me, and I didn't even know that they were like. I just heard, like, you hear people like, oh my goodness, that's so-and-so character, and they get, like, they kind of, like, fangirl, whatever, like, yeah. it's normal at a convention, mm-hmm. but out of nowhere, somebody, like, locks their arms around my throat, like, jumping at me, like, they do, like, the full-on, like, teddy bear jump yeah. at you, and I'm like, oh god, like, this is so how random. I die. <laughs> yeah, it was so random, and it happens more often than you think to people, and what else is there? Oh gosh. Well, I've had, like, a lot of people will make like weird comments and stuff and you just try to yeah. generally brush it off. But when we did our um, our Evolution costumes, oh no. we oh. went to go do our photo shoot. Yeah. And I 
like I understand it's weird to see a bunch of people in like these weird crazy headpieces and colorful armor and all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah. Like we're all wearing these breastplates and like full skirts and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I thought we'd probably get a couple of weird looks, but a bunch of people just started taking out their pictures and like filming us oh. while we were just walking around. Not asking? Oh, yeah. No, not asking. That was the problem. Because we're obviously we're there for a photo shoot and we're like more than willing to pose for you guys if you want a photo or if you want to take a picture mm-hmm. with us. But they would do it while we weren't even looking and like, we'd look up and we'd see people just filming us. And at this point, this was like a year ago and I'm old and jaded. So <laughs> I got to the point where I just like I'm, I go up to people now and I say, hey, like if you want a picture, just ask. Yeah. You don't have to secretly film me because that's really creepy, actually, that mm-hmm. you're trying to do this without my permission. and I don't know what's happening. Like it's yeah. just it's just rude and it's unthoughtful it's and it's gross. It's don't like the whole it. like cosplay is, co- is not consent kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because like there's some people that like some characters wear like like they have very scantily clad costumes mm-hmm. and like I've had a couple instances where I was even wearing like my Yang cosplay for example. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not exactly super. I guess like conservative or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's still not like super revealing either. Like you're it's wearing like clo- your full body. I'm clothes. full body. You might have my like, boobs like, out. My or boobies something. aren't hanging yeah. out or anything yeah. like that. Like it's fine. And I had this one guy come up to me and he's he seemed normal enough. And he's like, "Can I get a picture with you?" And I was like, "Sure, that's fine because that's mm-hmm. that's normal." Mm-hmm. And his buddy goes and takes goes to take the picture, and the guy loops his arm up around my stomach and his hands just kind of touching there and I'm just (laughs) this is uncomfortable and then the real kicker is right afterwards he goes what anime are you from again and I'm like oh god (laughs) I like your legs (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it was like very uncomfortable and that's happened a couple times to me where I'm just and you know it's funny because I've gone to enough conventions that I can see the same guy do it to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he that used to do it to me. So now every time I see this guy, I'm, no, it's okay. I don't need a picture with you. Bye. And he'll actually like politely decline. And oh, I'm actually in a rush. Like, yeah. Are conventions getting better at policing mm-hmm. that and providing support to like Yeah, absolutely. Of, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been cosplaying since 2010. Uh, and I've seen just a huge increase in the amount of like awareness around that kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. most places have their cosplay is not consent posters up there's like there's rules about it and the convention staff like if you go and talk to them they're very willing to take care of it and like give the person a talking to or kick them out or whatever needs to happen based on you know that individual mm-hmm. action yeah. so I've, I've seen that really get big in the last in the last few years since i've been doing it because mm-hmm. at first there was no awareness there was just this assumption that you know if a person's dressed up in cosplay they're asking for you to come talk to them Talking is fine. Coming and touching and taking pictures without my permission is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think Icon's doing a much better job of it, that, like, recently. Mm-hmm. Not so much some of the, like, one of the other, like, the more, like, fall cons. Mm-hmm. Um, because a couple of my friends have had a couple instances where they tried talking to, they tried talking to, like, volunteers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really do anything about it, but... Yeah, there's definitely some conventions that are better than others. And I've also heard of, like, you know, some conventions, the the actual employees being the problem. Mm-hmm. And I think that just, that makes it so much more difficult because you don't, I don't know. It's it's hard to enjoy a con when you know that literally the employees are against you. Yeah, right? exactly. But there there's definitely, like, room for improvement for some of them. But mm-hmm. there's definitely, like, a change. You can see, like, they're definitely doing a much better job. Yeah. Compared to, like, previous years at conventions and stuff like that, like, security won't have any issue with, like, kicking somebody out if they know that they're being inappropriate or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, made definitely huge strides. And I think not just in the cosplay community, I think that's just sort of been all over. Like, we all know about the whole Me Too thing, and I think that that has helped push things, and, like, it's just sort of all over 
getting better. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretend it's perfect. I'm not going to pretend I still don't get comments and people trying to touch me without asking. But yeah. it's definitely much better than it was when I was, you know, like 16, 17 starting to do this. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Well, I think that's a good time to take a break. We'll go on to our next half of the show. But uh, yeah, we'll take a quick break and we'll call it there for now. All right, sounds cool. good. All right, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so for the last bit of the show here, we're going to do Coming Soon and talk about stuff we're looking forward to. So like games, movies, like just kind of nerd culture stuff. Uh, And yeah, we'll start with you, Dante. What what are you uh, looking forward to play or see soon? Um, So the one thing I'm looking forward to playing, I don't even know the name of it. Uh, I'm completely blanking on it right now. Is they're remaking a Final Fantasy game and it's an offshoot of Final Fantasy and you run around with like a chalice uh, that you have to be within a circle. Either way, it's it's a game that my that my husband played a lot as a kid, and he has like endlessly talked about it for hours and hours and hours. But the thing is that in order to play multiplayer years and years ago, is you had to have two Game Boy Advances, and they had to have like hookup cables to go into whatever system it was. So I've never gotten a chance to play it. And he's like, he's talked about it for years, and he's like obsessed with it, and he wanted nothing more than for us to play it <laughs> multiplayer. But they're making it for the Switch, so I'm super looking Ooh. forward to playing that with him, because we don't find a lot of games that we can play together. We're into very different style of games, mostly. I like cute things and RPGs, and... He likes shooting things. <laughs> so I'll watch I'll watch him play Fallout, but I get killed by bloatflies, so that's not about to happen for me. <laughs> and that was a Final Fantasy game where you could play co-op? Yeah. I'm trying to remember what the name of it is. It's It's not Final Fantasy Explorers. No. No. Hold on. I know this thing. It's in my brain somewhere. Crystal Chronicles? Crystal Chronicles. Right. That's the one. I remember when that Thank came out. My friend was crazy about that game. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Final Fantasy myself, but, or well, I've vicariously lived Final Fantasy through some yeah. friends who just glommed onto it and loved it. But what was Crystal Chronicles? See, like I don't, like I said, I don't know a whole lot about it. It was something that my husband was really into, but it was something that was fun because it was Final Fantasy. It had all those like Final Fantasy-esque things, like the big crazy outfits and people being like, insanely anime just like big anime bullshit and it was something that you could play <laughs> with your friends which wasn't a thing that you could do with other with other final fantasy because the only other final fantasy game that i've ever gotten into was 14 which is another it's the online one mm-hmm. so that game so much <laughs> but i'm just it's i really enjoy games like that that you can play with other people i think i love couch co-op especially because I love being with the other people and screaming at the screen together and getting like really upset mm-hmm. at what's happening and like working together, unless it's overcooked, in which case I don't want that anywhere near me. That game is too stressful. I've been hearing a lot about Overcooked lately. We, we can talk about that later, but mm-hmm. that, that keeps coming up. Like a lot of people are playing Overcooked and loving Overcooked. I got to get on that. Yeah. So, and, uh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, and then other, other things I'm looking forward to, like we were just talking a couple minutes before we came into the studio here, is uh, Umbrella Academy just came out on Netflix. Yes, I'm and so excited. listen, I read the first graphic novel. I haven't kept up with them, but I was obsessed with Gerard Way through my entire life. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm just really looking forward to seeing like this thing that he has created, like come to, you know, a screen and come to life like that. Mm-hmm. So it's something I'm really excited to see because I just... It's so different and original. And that's based off of a, a graphic novel. Yes, yes. He wrote the graphic novel. Um, 
I don't know, maybe three, four, five years ago, somewhere in that range is when they started coming out. Sort of like an offshoot of what their their the last album that he wrote with My Chemical Romance was the uh, the Danger Days, and there was mm-hmm. a lot of elements from that coming into it. Sort of this like dystopian uh, situation. So. I love dystopias too. <laughs> Is it crazy of me that I'm excited to go and see like how they play Klaus? I'm forgetting character names now. He's he's like the like the alcoholic, but like he's okay. also like edgy and emo. Right, and right, right, right. Yeah, yes. yeah. I'm kind of like looking forward to that and seeing how they portray him. Yeah, no, I think it's gonna be really cool. And I'm like you were saying before, Ellen Page is in it, and like whatever she does, it's just, yeah. I want I want to see it. Yeah. Is uh. What is it about? Because like I saw the trailer and I got the impression this is like X Men but gritty. Yeah, it's 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 some, something like that. Like I said, I I read the first graphic novel when it first came out, so that was a bunch of years ago, and I don't remember a ton about it. And then from then, I've seen the trailer, so I'm just really looking forward to sort of experiencing it as a new thing. That's that's most what I'm looking forward to. Is I'm not, I'm kind of going into it as like a blank slate. Like I get to experience it and just sort of judge it for what it is rather than comparing it. You know. That's always nice. Mm-hmm. Like not to have that sort of like background there. So it's like you're going in fresh and mm-hmm. you're not like looking for all the errors. Like, why isn't that character yeah. there? Yeah, well, that's exactly. I went to go see uh, Alita Battle Angel yesterday Ooh. and I had never read the manga or seen the two OVAs that were out about it. I sort of know of them and I sort of know some of the general ideas, but I was able to experience the movie just as is, which was kind of interesting. I'm not going to give it like a really great rating, but it wasn't terrible. And I didn't see any, you know, flaws compared to the, the manga. That's good. Now, uh, Gio, what are you looking forward to play your see soon? So besides also Umbrella Academy, I'm super excited about that. Besides that, like there's also uh, an anime called Promised ne- uh, Neverland. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, I'm looking up the, like kind of like a brief description of it on Crunchyroll right now, actually, but it's kind of hard to describe it. It's basically like, oh man, it's so hard to describe. I honestly think that you should just like, honestly, just Google it and figure it out. But it's uh, it's a really good anime. And I, I started watching the first three episodes and I finished the manga before I started watching the anime because I just, I always get so skeptical whenever, whenever I'm about to watch like, like an adaptation of a manga mm-hmm. because I'm always so worried they're going to go and mess it up. Mm-hmm. I feel like that happens with a lot of people for like books or anything like that too but yeah I'm just really looking forward to like the promised Neverland like the more of their episode like the newer episodes because right now they've gotten to like kind of like this like part in the series where it's going to take like a drastic turn at least that's where it does in the manga so I'm just kind of curious to see how they implement that in the anime and see how that turns out because they're going to include a bunch of like new characters and stuff like that. It's hard for me to describe without giving away the whole details of yeah. the anime. What, uh, what genre is that? Like, what's it? Like, the sort of basis. Okay, so it's basically like it's kind of I don't want to say horror. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like tragedy, like thriller, kind of. Okay. So it's like these kids that live on. They live in this like this like orphanage, and oh, you've heard my of it. Friend was telling yeah, me. Yes, yeah, okay. It's so intense basically put they live in this like orphanage and every so often every few months like one of their um one of like the kids gets like adopted or whatever and there's this one instance where the kid forgets like her stuffed animal and it gets really creepy because basically what happens is oh, should i like do i say it like I don't know. am i gonna give is it, it just like the the first episode or? yeah this is like the first episode so i'm like okay well should i, I just I think that's okay. Like, it's I think okay when you get to the say. second episode, maybe not, but first episode, you're cool. Okay, so basically what happens is they realize, like, the other kids notice, like, the stuffed animal is left, and they go and they grab it, and they take it to the, the gate, which is where, like, they're not allowed to pass this, like, area because it leads out to the outside world, whatever. And so they go to give the stuffed animal to, like, their friend, 
because like the the main I guess like they call it they call her like mom but like she's like the head the lady that looks after them at the orphanage mm-hmm. and so she took the girl over there to like get adopted whatever and then they realize that what's actually going on is these kids are being taken and um, fed to demons so like it, it takes like a huge messed up turn where they're actually it's almost like a it's all they call it like a farm like mm-hmm. it's like an orphanage farm but for like demons and stuff like that what? so they're like being treated as like cattle cattle basically um so it's this whole bit of them trying to figure out like a way to escape and get out of that and it takes a lot of twists and turns and gets really dark <laughs> <laughs> but like i'm that's why i'm like curious to see how it turns out because the manga was so intense and i feel like it's so easy for like for anime ad- adaptations to just like cut corners and be like, okay, well, we're going to skip this arc and like this isn't going to happen. So I'm just curious to see how they're going to play that out. Mm-hmm. Cool. What about you, Aria? What I'm looking for, okay, so Stardew Valley, the publishers, Chucklefish, announced a RPG game last year Ooh. called Witchbrook where it's like a like a magic school kind of uh, game. Oh, and I'm looking forward to that. They have not mentioned anything, but they're hiring artists. Um, I hope it's not going to take seven years to come out because <laughs> that was insane. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that right now. And I'm, yeah, how about you, Matt? Uh, I actually want to see Belita Battle uh, Battle Angel. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I won't uh, spoil anything for you then. Well, what, what did you think of it? Because like I, I, it's James Cameron mm-hmm. and like the whole cast just looks ridiculous. So like I, I want to go see it for that alone. But I don't know, something kind of seemed off about the trailer, and I wasn't sure if it would turn out okay, so. Yeah, so I after the movie, I texted my husband, and I was trying to figure out, like, what rating I wanted to give it, and I wound up at a 6.5, because I thought that a 7 sounded like a really good movie, but a 6 sounded like I was selling it short. I don't think it's a bad movie. I think that it sort of loses some of that, you know, that feel that you get from a, a Japanese media um, they change a lot, of, a, a lot of things from like that. Like they change a few names or whatever, and that that doesn't really bother me. Um, what what the the part that I find the most difficult to deal with is when they add like love stories, and I think that was the part that I wasn't into the most. Is it's it's this not particularly interesting love story to me. Feels so, kind of tacked on. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was not really a great part of the story. It felt like it it was. Um, derivative of other stories that have been told like that but apart from that some of the action scenes are friggin excellent they're amazing to look at a lot of a lot of fun to watch (laughs) yeah it's uh it's james cameron you know like no matter what he does it's gonna look incredible yeah yeah Yeah. and that can totally sell me on a movie i'm not gonna lie oh yeah yeah like i'm a sucker for tron legacy like Mm. no substance to it but (laughs) oh my god that soundtrack and just like how stunning it is just yeah Oh, gets me. You're <laughs> getting emotional over here. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. But uh, I think we can call it there. Uh, so, Dante, thank you so much for coming on. Okay. Thank you. Me. Beyond. It's been excellent to be here. Yeah, it's yeah. nice learning about cosplay. Uh, always, It's always good to hear it from a different perspective because, mm-hmm. like, I only hear it from a few friends. So mm-hmm. seeing where else or other people's experiences in cosplay really, it's cool. Like, I, I love hearing that stuff. Uh, yeah, and that's all for us. So we'll see you next week uh, from Ariana, Gio, and I. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>